The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, a very special episode of the podcast. How's everybody doing? I'm Anthony Cazenza, joined by my usual co-host, John Sheeran. Happy to have everyone with us on this Friday as you join the podcast. You probably aren't here to, to hear from us or see us. You're probably here to hear from our special guest, newest Bengals cornerback, Trey Waynes. Trey, how you doing, bud? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for making the time. Appreciate you coming on the show. I know you're a busy guy. I guess let's just start with kind of the free agency process. You know, how, how did that go about? Did Were the Bengals one of the first teams to reach out to you? What drew you to the team? All that all that good stuff. Um, honestly, I wasn't – I didn't know they had too much interest until um, no, the process kind of started. Um you know, what drew me to them is basically we run at the Vikings. We had a similar defense that, you know, the Bengals used. So I knew uh, coming into it, you know, I'd have an understanding of the playbook already, which I'm sure some minor tweaks. Um, you know, the coaching staff, you know, they seem great. Um, they're all, uh, you know, motivated. And they seem like they have a pretty solid plan on moving forward to, you know, help, you know, this team win some games. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a very interesting process. I mean, it's still a process going on just with this whole virus situation and not being able to, you know, go take physicals and, you know, they're holding the process and pushing things back. So, I mean, it was interesting. So I want to, I want to go there next. Kind of walk us through this process of the, you know, the current landscape and how, how do you navigate through free agency with all this stuff? Was it a lot of video conferencing? Was it, you know, a lot of text messaging. I mean, there's not a lot of face-to-face time between clubs and players. So I think I think we'd all be pretty interested to get a little bit of insight on that if you're able to give us some. Uh, I mean, basically, there's a lot of, I mean, it's different, uh, you know, for every person. But for me, it was the, uh, you know, I just, we just had our second daughter the same day free agency started. So I was actually, you know, in the hospital when all this was going on. Uh, you know, going through that. And I know a lot of guys, they'll, like, meet up with their agents, you know, to go through the process, to write things off, and, you know, discuss uh, contract and stuff. And that's what I would have done. I would have flown to California and, and uh, I would have, you know, been with my agents going through this whole process. 
That's what it said. I was in the hospital. <laughs> I was in my way. Well, congratulations on that. Absolutely. Um, when it was announced that you had agreed to terms with the Bengals, it was actually right before that, that Dark was Denard. It was announced that he was going to join the Jaguars. Did you reach out to him uh, in, in the early stages of you knowing that, you're gonna, that you were going to go to the Bengals? And did you find out from him that he was actually leaving the Bengals at the same time? So when I actually you know, agreed to you know, terms, I didn't know. Uh, he had left yet. I still thought he was there. And then um, then it came out that he was going to the Jacks. So then I reached out to him just basically to talk to him about, you know, the city, the team, and um, just to get, you know, as much information as I could from them. But me and him are really close, so uh, I knew he'd be the person that to talk to about it. Talking with one of the crown jewels of the Bengals free agency period, cornerback Trey Waynes joining us. Uh, appreciate his time joining us here on the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Trey, you talked about, you know, you like the direction of where the Bengals are heading. Obviously, you being a major move this offseason for the team, among other high-profile moves that they've made. What, how do you see yourself really – contributing in Lou Anarumo's system. It's a, it's a different one from the previous coaching regime that the Bengals had under Marvin Lewis. You mentioned you had some comfort in the system, though, with Mike Zimmer, kind of some similarities there. What do you what do you think some of the strengths you are bringing to this defense? Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty consistent player. I feel like you know, I'm a good tackler. Uh, I think I'm good in coverage, and uh, you know, I think I'm pretty – uh, you know, smart when it comes to the game as well. So I feel like one well, one thing that uh, we did with Coach Zim's defense is we had a lot of communication within the back end and, you know, with the linebackers, everybody in general. And I feel like bringing me and McKenzie over, that would just help the communication and, uh, you know, it, it will help, uh, you know, just make everything smoother. Uh, so you did a, a Twitter Q&A session last week and you talked about Terrence Newman being the guy that helped you out in your development early in your career. And I think Mackenzie Alexander said that um, he, he, he took under Newman's wing as well in Minnesota. Talk about uh, his impact on you in your early career and the fact that Newman was also a, a Mike Zimmer staple in that defense as well. He, not only in Cincinnati, but in Minnesota. Yeah, Terrence, man. That's my guy. He, uh, <laughs> actually, he um, put me on a Terrence too because Terrence looked after Quez when – you know, he got drafted to the Bengals, and when Terrence was coming over to the Vikings, Quez reached out to me and was like, hey, like, I talked to you know, Terrence, he said he's going to look after you, he's a great guy. And so then, you know, me and Terrence, we got linked up, and then he was basically another mentor for me. Um, you know, he coached me up, you know, just as hard as the coaches, and me and him, every Tuesday, I believe, we would come in in the morning in our off days, and we would just go over the film and start studying, and he'd show me how to take notes, how to Talking with cornerback Trey Waynes, one of the newest and more high-profile acquisitions the Bengals made this offseason. Happy to have him with us talking some Bengals football and, and what life is like right now as a, uh, as a football player during this interesting landscape in society here. Trey, you mentioned his name a minute ago, Mackenzie Alexander. You guys are reunited again. He signed on a little bit after you did. What do you think the cohesion you guys built in Minnesota, what do you think that's going to mean for Lou Anarumo and the defensive system that, that is being uh, used by the Bengals? 
Uh, you know, I think it's huge. Uh, you know, McKenzie's another great tackling corner. Uh, you know, he, he knows the system pretty well. And me and him, actually, we work together a lot within the defense on the Vikings. So we, we already have an understanding of how we operate, how we work. We know how to communicate and work with each other. And um, so I think that just will help, you know, this whole process go, go even swimming. So I actually learned um, that that you when you first started playing football, you were actually a running back growing up, and you actually went to the same high school as Melvin Gordon. Talk about just playing a different position, playing on offense growing up, and what made you decide to transition to the defensive side of the ball? Uh, yeah, so me and Melvin, I actually played running back uh, before, you know, me and him uh, linked up. Uh, you know, that was my dream position growing up. And then as I got older, uh, you know, I, I, I was on teams with not necessarily the greatest offensive line. And uh, it got to the point where I played both ways. They got to the point I was sick of, you know, always being the one getting hit. And I <laughs> knew I'd rather be the one doing the hitting instead. So that's when I switched over and told my middle school coach I'm not playing offense anymore. <laughs> so, so to that point, I'd be curious to know, you know, as, as a – defensive back in college and then transitioning into the pros, was there a specific trait or a specific nuance of the game that you learned as a pro that you didn't necessarily utilize either at all or as much as a college athlete? I mean, besides the fact that you can't touch receivers <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would just say the mental aspect of the game, um, you know, in college, uh, you know, we, we watch film, you know, we study, we do our, our due diligence, but, you know, in the NFL, it's completely different. Like, uh, how you study, how you watch film, it's a full-time job, and a lot of people don't understand that. You know, we watch film the majority of the time, we're at the facilities, and then when we go home, you know, we're watching film some more. So we're constantly watching film, studying, and, uh, you know, learning, because, I mean, you're playing against guys that, you know, are 5'10", you know, plus NFL vets, so they know the ins and outs of the game. So mentally, you got to try to, you know, get on the same level if not a step ahead of them. Trey, I don't know if you know this, but you made a lot of Bengals fans happy when you said on Twitter that you had Skyline and you loved it. I don't know if you know this, but your former teammate, George Aloka, who was once with the Bengals, he hated Skyline, and he became a, a, a Bengals Twitter enemy number one. So can you explain to the people like George Aloka why Skyline is the best? <laughs> Well, I mean, I had it years ago. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just, uh, I can pretty much eat whatever. You know, I'm not too busy of a eater. Uh, you know, one of my close college friends, he's from Cincinnati. And, uh, you know, when we went and visited him, that's something he made us all try. And, uh, nah, I didn't mind it at all. But, I, like, I like chili in general. So it doesn't take much to make me happy. Well, Trey, I, I'm in Southern California, so I've never had it, so... I, I'm probably a bigger pu public enemy than George Aloka is on that front. Talking with Trey Waynes, cornerback of the Cincinnati Bengals. We're grateful for his time that he has given us. Trey, you, you have a, a little side project going on um, before we get you out of here. Why don't you talk about that? Aside from, of course, being a star cornerback in the league and continuing your football career with the Bengals, what else do you have going on? Yeah, um, actually, I'm starting a, uh, a hunting outfitter. Uh, in Buffalo County, uh, Wisconsin, called Homegrown Outfitters. Uh, me and my business partner, we're going to be officially launching it around April 15th. Um, and what it is, you know, 
we're sitting on a little over a thousand acres and we're purchasing properties um, throughout the years to come. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a new hunting outfitting business and, you know, we're going to provide our clients the best opportunity to shoot the deer if anybody's into hunting. That's awesome. And, and just so you know as well, uh, when we record these episodes, we have live running chats through our YouTube channel and our Facebook channel. Uh, everybody saying who day, welcome to the team. Uh, they're excited for you. So just passing on some fan sentiments, uh, some positive vibes from the fans to you. Obviously, we are very grateful for your time today joining us. Congratulations on the new addition to your family, as well as the big new deal in landing with the Cincinnati Bengals. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Take it easy. Uh, we'd love to have you back on soon if you're willing and able. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it. No problem. That was cornerback Trey Waynes, the newest addition to the Cincinnati Bengals, one of their big free agent gets. We are so excited that he was able to join us on the program. A big shout out to our producer, James Clayton. He is across the pond in the UK, but he is still doing massive amounts of work for this program. He helped us land the Solomon Wilcox interview. He helped coordinate this one with Trey Wayne. So James Clayton, you are a rock star, my friend, uh, producer of the show. Some of those questions he actually, that we wanted to ask Trey, came from James. So shout out to him on that front too. Just doing all kinds of work for this show, John. Absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's fun getting guests like Trey who have such an interesting backstory and have a lot of interesting things to say. So shout out to James. Yeah. Big, big shout out to James. Big shout out to Trey Waynes for joining the program. One of really, we've had quite a few high profile interviews recently, John, on, on this show, as well as other shows on the podcast channel. Thanks to uh, James and, and others like our, our listener joining us here, Mike Holbrook. Um, in case you, you haven't checked any of those out, we had Solomon Wilcott's early in March, so check that one out. We had Tim McGee, former Bengals wide receiver and current radio voice of the team, join us, uh, gosh, what was that, a week or so ago now. Um, Matt Minnick, who does the Chalk Talk episodes, uh, had NFL films guru Greg Cosell join him, talk about Joe Burrow and many of the wide receivers in this year's class as it pertains to the Cincinnati Bengals. And then, of course, we just spoke with Trey Wayne. So we are very grateful for his time, grateful for all of you to continue to tune into this program. And I know, guys, I'll try and get to some Skyline Chili. I got to get back to Cincinnati. We got, we, got, we got to get this travel thing going so then I can go back to Cincinnati and try Skyline. I've, I've been inside a Gold Star Chili, John, but I understand that's, that's a no-no compared to Skyline, correct? Why? Who dragged you into that establishment? Well, I didn't. I didn't eat there. I, I just got a uh, a collectible a collectible Bengals cup that they were. Um, I don't know, giving out with drink purchases. Yeah, but, yeah because they're the, they're like the sponsor for whatever reason. <laughs> right, 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 you know, right. Of course, of course, they are. And again, and by was... the way, guys, th th this is a shirt. By the way, I'm not naked. You know, I have, I have some class. <laughs> the 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 gold star uh, the gold star visit was. Gosh, that was like. 15 years ago. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. So um, it was a while ago. It was a while ago. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in, everybody. John, thanks for uh, third time this week. We've been hanging out, dude. Um, listener questions, our show, and then the interview with with Trey. Um, this, is, this is the only form of human to human contact I'm allowed at this point. So like, this is all this is all we got. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for, for those of you joining us live, we uh, 
I, I made the mistake before we took the air asking if John had any weekend plans. And I kind of was like, well, that was just an idiotic question. But uh, anyway, we're, we're grateful that you guys, that our show is part of your plans uh, as you are hopefully doing the quarantine thing, um, abiding by the rules set by the powers that be. That's enough jabbering from us, John. Uh, let's get out of here, bud. That was a fun interview. Absolutely, man. All right. Take it easy, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>